0: can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh wow! In your life have you seen anything like
1: Everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Hole and None Podcast with me, words and my neighbor, the J E, Mr. Doty Fade. On tonight's podcast, we talk Harris English's win at the Travelers. Go over the BLC leaderboard, preview the Rocket Mortgage Classic from Detroit Golf Club. Little of this, little of that. How you doing, Johnny?
0: Ugh. Been fucking better.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, we already we we just did this once.
0: <laughs> so like, no shit. I was just driving to pick up my dog after you'd left my house. Um, obviously, we fucking realized that the audio fucked up, but uh, was listening to the the shotgun start from I guess last night or tonight, and the same thing happened to them. Except we hit record. It's just our audio got fucked up somehow. So uh, we just recorded eight, probably the best podcast we have ever had. So if this yeah, one was it was the un- most unbelievable thing ever. Like, <laughs> this one sucks. Like. We lost the basically the fountain of youth with what we just had, Jesus. Yes, yes.
1: Yes. Yeah, well, um, hi. How are you?
0: I'd be a lot better if I was editing the show right now instead of re-recording it. But you know, we already we already touched on that, so
1: it happens. It, well, what it else? Does. We had our. <laughs> let's just jump on more bad news for us. Uh, we had our Ryder Cup event at our club last weekend, and we were on the same team. And we both went 0-3. Oh, Penny. Yeah,
0: Penny wasn't here when we recorded, too. So, go ahead. Sorry.
1: No, that was it. We were 0-3, and, and now I'm giving up golf, and I think I'm going to start playing tennis, and I think I'm going to just start identifying as, like, a Heritage Hall third-grade teacher so I can play in Maggie's uh, Tennis League.
0: <laughs> well, that that is a good idea, and, you know, everyone's seeming to transition these days, you know, obviously with it being pride month, a lot of people coming out as gay or transitioning to a female or male or non-binary, but there's a chick I saw that's actually, she is non-binary, but she is, uh, transitioning to Korean. She's uh, from London and she is transitioning to Korean and she's had 18 face surgeries to look like, uh, one of the guys from, uh, BTS, the uh, Korean boy band. The
1: the Korean boy band. Yeah, if I was gonna transition, I would do it so I do not have to learn a new language. You know what I mean? So Mm, yes, I'm just gonna stick with Heritage Hall third grade teacher.
0: Well, I guess it's it's cost (laughs) it's cost about one hundred and fifty thousand dollars over the course of several years. So it's like, what in the fuck? Like, you know, I spend my money on golf, but you know, some people spend their money on transitioning to being Korean. So, uh, your yours seems a lot more attainable. Where it's transitioning just to a female te- heritage hall teacher, or you could just—are you going to be a female? You, um, you, are you going to just be like Jonathan uh, Brandis in, in, as, as his role in math as Matthew in the movie Ladybugs?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm going to be, Jonathan Brandis. Words. Jonathan Brandis killed himself.
0: By the way, just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. It's. <laughs> it's
1: mid- <laughs> <laughs> it's men's mental health month also so oh
0: okay.
1: don't kill yourself just talk to your friends about it they'll give you some nice shots in the arm and everything will be better
0: You'd be like well je if i went owen and three in the fucking rider i would have killed myself too so.
1: <laughs> and you had to shave your mustache
0: i did yeah so i got railroaded by our boy bb and uh literally he and he and our other boy bill Billy billy who who spent some time in the top 10 this year They had a beard bet, and I didn't want to get left out. So I said, well, fuck it, BB. I'm so confident. I'll shave my goddamn mustache if I lose. And, uh, yeah, that was that. Uh, He shot 68 uh, after shooting, like, 37 or 8 on the front nine. So his back nine was absolutely electric. And I probably deserved to shave my mustache after talking that kind of shit. So you reap what you sow, right?
1: And you got to play choppy in the singles, yeah?
0: I did. Played choppy in the singles. Got beat by him, too. Uh, Of course, you know choppy and i were joking about how uh we didn't want to have to ride at first we were supposed to play with some guys that we really didn't know that well so uh, we ended up playing with our boy bart and another guy named zach who really didn't know too well but that was like basically the same as the rory patrick reed match at the Ryder cup uh you know however long ago that was when it was just absolutely electric uh i think they combined for eight birdies and Bart ends up having to watch Zach roll in about a 12 footer for the win on 18. And so um, proud of the way old Bart played and uh, I hope he's listening. So Bart, w- great plan. Sorry. It works out that way sometimes, but at least, you know, you could have beat me in Chapo that day. So.
1: Yeah. Bart and I were, um, we were, we were partners on the first four ball match and we both kind of played like shit. And so since he played so well in those singles matches and I continue to play like shit, we determined that it's, it's probably just me.
0: well that see that's at least you're willing to admit that i'm still just convinced that my partners sucked (laughs) it wasn't my fault
1: yeah Um, i got i got to play brooksy um which was fun i always like playing golf with him even though you know i just laid there and took it like a cheap whore
0: yeah hey sometimes that's all you can do right i mean i i didn't play particularly well at all i I dug myself a two down hole with three to play because I fucking like three jacked from 25 feet on 15 only to roll in an eagle putt on 16. I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, dramatically going to come back and win. And then I immediately bogeyed 17 to
1: lose. So, See, we just need some new putters. Oh, I, I uh, put it yeah. okay. <laughs> there. No, from that no, three you, no, no <laughs> you didn't. You fucking three putted. You suck at putting, John.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I said, I rolled in like a 25, 30-footer for Eagle right after that. So, whatever. Anyways, I lost. Um, fuck that. I'm never playing again.
1: Hole in 0-6, uh, and, and we're transitioning to tennis players.
0: <laughs> yeah, we are. Um, so, yeah, words.
1: Well, what else? Oh, uh, yeah, there was, there was that headline about the guy who stormed the cockpit at LAX and then jumped out of a exit uh an emergency exit window he pulled that out and jumped jumped off the plane and broke his leg <laughs> and, he, and apparently he had told cops that he had quote smoked a lot of meth right before that happened so you know hey we've it happens. been there yeah we've been there man Jeez, <laughs> you know leaving vegas every time
0: it, it that kind of reminds me of you know the whole uh that that oasis documentary whenever they talk about how you know they their first <laughs> trip to la and they're playing like a show in la and then you know this one of the yeah, gallagher they- brothers snorts a huge line of what he thought was cocaine like in front of the entire crowd and it turns out it was crystal meth and he was up for like a week <laughs>
1: yeah and supersonic j- that, jumped, that jumped out of a plane is awesome. It yes. is. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, that 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 is uh, an awesome documentary. And uh, I got to say, I've definitely felt the need to smoke a lot of weed before I get out of my car to go on an airf- airplane. So it's like this guy just kind of had that, but, you know, crystal meth. I, I get it. Each people have their kind of things that gets them through a, through a long flight and through all the bullshit. So, you know, the meth just got to him this time.
1: See, I'm wondering if he was, like, actually responsible, but got to the airport and then was, like, kind of checking his pockets. He's like, oh, man, I got this meth. Well, I I can't let it go to so I better just smoke it all up real quick.
0: <laughs> I think that's probably more like it.
1: Cucked himself every time.
0: Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. So that guy, that guy survives with a broken leg. Words. My favorite news actually came out just earlier today. Bill Cosby has been released from prison and his sentence vacated after the uh, Philadelphia, I guess Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled. Um, overturned his conviction and bill cosby is now a free man and he's already back at home
1: yeah so he still did all those things he's just not in jail now on Uh, a lawyer's technicality
0: i i don't know this is kind of like the whole robert Kraft thing i think he's innocent like if he's not in jail he's innocent
1: (laughs) right i don't know there was like 60 girls who all claim he did like the exact same thing quaaludes man just trying to get you in the mood
0: you know, and that's the thing, you know, that certain things like that were acceptable, you know, in Billcott in the late eighties. <laughs> so it's like, sorry, if, you know, date raping girls was kind of accepted way back then. Yeah. Wasn't
1: it? yeah just like, you know, grabbing your secretary's ass back in the day. <laughs> that's just how it was done. Right.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think that obviously I've I mentioned this to you earlier when we recorded, I, I, I had a very, ghost dad really was a fond movie in my childhood. So I have a soft spot in my heart for Bill Cosby. And so it's just part of me doesn't want the poor bastard to rot away and die in jail. So at least let that cross-eyed creepy fuck, uh, live the rest of his life in his, you know, big house, I guess.
1: Yeah, where did that lazy eye of his come from? I don't know.
0: It's really weird. I'm looking at a picture of him right now, and and literally it's like one of them. It looks like the guy from uh, Waterboy, you know, that's like looking one way and his other eyes looking the other. But
1: Sure. um,
0: And then there's this overhead shot of him literally walking into his house, and he's just throwing up. He's got a mask on. It's like literally a drone or a helicopter, and two people are helping him in, and Cosby's just throwing up the peace sign, struggling to get in. So good for old Bill. Yeah, sorry, ladies. He's gonna walk inside and fuck a big old bowl of
1: pudding. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, Oh uh, yeah, anyways, uh, travelers, travelers. Let's let's just get on to the travelers. Words we can get through. It. We can get through it very quickly. Harris English wins in a playoff over Kramer Hickok.
0: Yeah, and I, you know, it's a good thing we re- re-recorded because I think I called him Cameron. Cameron Hickok. So it's Kramer Hickok with a K. Kramer,
1: Kramer.
0: And uh, I obviously I think that the poor guy. I think everybody there obviously the crowd was rallying around
1: him. You could hear them yelling
0: Kramer,
1: Kramer. Um, and so his, his poor family. They kept showing them on the oh camera. My God, just like wailing away.
0: They showed. They literally showed them every fucking like breathing moment that they had a chance. And you know, I guess his his girlfriend was. Fairly attractive, maybe wife now, but uh, she was, a, a, I think, from Finland, and she played golf at the University of Texas.
1: Looked like his brother was there, both his parents. And Jesus it's Christ, a, the announcers were all over him too. They're like, "Oh, please get this done, Kramer. You can do it." Sorry, Harris.
0: Yeah, and you know, but he get fucked. well, they both, they both, uh, they both get into the playoff, making birdie on eighteen. Harris English we saw by far the most emotion we've ever seen from him he like chases in his you know 25 foot birdie gives a couple fist pumps and then Kramer Hickok comes to the last one he's the last guy on the course after Mr. Mudball Bubba Watson just choked away the tournament Kramer hits one to about 10 feet on 18 rolls in the putt uh, big fist pump we got a playoff so honestly I thought Mark Leishman was going to sneak in there at 12 under but both those guys make birdie on 18 um, and then we get an eight hole playoff that you know I, I never would say an eight hole playoff was boring but they made pars on the first seven holes and then finally Harris English wraps it up by making about a 12 footer for birdie on on the eighth playoff
1: hold to win yeah they made pars and Kramer had a couple power lip outs that were pretty pretty gruesome to see um, but yeah good for Harris English he's continuing to play well he's played himself squarely into the Ryder cup picture now where he doesn't even need to kind of rely on a captain's pick. It doesn't seem like.
0: Yep. No, I I think you're right. And speaking of Ryder cup, uh, thank God we're team Euro. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, that loser from the USA, the captain, uh, Steve Stricker, you know, he won his, uh, he won a major this weekend at the senior (laughs) players. So (laughs) that loser.
1: (laughs) Hey, come on guys. That's not nice.
0: He's no, he's no potty Harrington. Our guy. Yeah. My boy potty. Um, so yeah, words other than, other than having the the great playoff, uh, second longest ties, the second longest playoff in PGA tour history. Um, other than that words, it, it it was just, it was what it was. The, the, the travelers somehow always seems to have drama like this. It's actually a fairly entertaining tournament and the course sets up for drama. So it seems like there's always a good, um,
1: you know, result here and it's always pretty, pretty fun to watch. So, Agreed. I kind of like this uh, little swing right here. Kind of after the U.S. Open, you got Travelers, then this new this new tournament, Rocket Mortgage at Detroit Golf Club, which is kind of an old school Donald Ross layout, old school golf course, and then uh, of course the John Deere before you head uh, go overseas for the Open Championship.
0: Yes. So words, I guess uh, before we do go to Detroit, we can go Eight over, mile. We can go over the fantasy. Um, but uh, finish between you and I, I guess uh, I had my guy, doc Redman. He didn't have that great of a tournament 69, 66, but then follow it up with a 73, 71. Uh, you have, I was also on Scotty Scheffler who finished tied for 47th. He kind of had a good Thursday, Friday, but 71, 72 weekend. So Uh, My third guy was Paul Casey, who you were also on, and he just really never had it. He was four under, and then apparently I heard he had some sort of a back issue, uh, maybe threw his back out a little bit, and that's why he shot six over on the back nine after shooting four under on the front nine. So Paul just finishes tied for 36th. Your other two picks words, Cameron Smith, who I was scared for a while. He started out 67, 68, 66, and then fell off on Sunday with a 74 drop all the way to T30. Yeah,
1: and that Sunday it started with a missed four-footer for par on one, and it was just like, fuck, downhill. The writing on the wall. (laughs) Yeah, he was two back at that point, like right there in the thick of things. And kind of like what happened to you. Uh, when he went fishing earlier i'm sure he had like 20 fosters last night so well thanks for nothing
0: yeah and you know that's your theory i just think he might have worn himself out fucking that ugly girlfriend of his but who knows <laughs> <laughs> and then your last pick words you had you had one of our guys patrick reed he finished tied for 20 25th and again just didn't really get anything going on the weekend after 66 on friday so uh not exactly great picking from us i finished damn near last place as far as the uh finish was concerned. You finished, I I think I, here, I'm pulling it up. Now I finished 79th, $66,000. I fucking, I can make that myself this weekend. Just joking. Um, and then words, you finished 63rd with 134,000. So you got about 70 on me this week, but there were people that picked okay. Um, Jansen's chili peppers, Elizabeth Roberts is staying hot
1: it up the charts.
0: We got that song that's racing up the charts. She finishes outright first. That's another win for her. She's won a couple times already um, in the last few weeks. She's now number one in segment two, or segment three, I'm sorry. The other guy that picked Harris English, Spackler's squad, Michael Fitch, he's in second now um, in segment three, but also second this week. Other than that, we had a few other good picks. Uh, we had Slice and Dice there at third, Crowder, Connor Crowder, fourth, Squirt from a Gert, Matt Smith at number five. And then we had a three-way tie for six with Mr. Slaz, Brian Asbell, Matt Risen, Pat Perez, Pat Perez for Prez, Ev Ernst. Rounding out the top ten, you got Mr. Larson's boys. Look what happens when you make your picks, Holman. You finished in the top ten. And rounding out at number ten was Ford, Ryan Ford. And those guys had – just over four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So
1: nice picking.
0: As far as the overall standings go, words not much has changed. We got uh, pretty much the the top ten is all the same as last week. Nathan Wilson holding tight at number one. Hold, um, he's the first guy over twenty one million dollars. Edward Haru's two shot par is at number two, uh, just five hundred and fifty six thousand dollars behind. Keegan's bestie Matt Stonecipher is back in the top three, up one spot. And down one spot, Jordan Blackburn free-falling already. He was number one for a little while there. Five, six, and seven remain the same. Five is only English with an ace. Six is Vegas Dave Harper-Ward. Seven, Ross Gilbert. Up one spot, switching spots with his just fucking arch nemesis. Travis Risser passes Eric Godsey. Eric drops one spot to number nine. That's give Chubbs a hand. And staying at number 10 is Lebowski's Achievers, Sean Cates, my boy from Dallas. Words, I dropped four spots from 30 to 34, and you dropped one spot. You're now at number 78. So,
1: uh, Right in striking distance.
0: Yes. Hey, anyone can still win this third segment. It's, it's, it's still new. Don't ever give up. Don't ever fucking do it again. Um, so, yeah, Words, that's the fantasy
1: standings. All right. Thank you, Johnny, for the rundown. Of course. Well, let's take it over to 8 Mile. Detroit Golf Club, old classic Donald Ross design, defending champ, Bryson DeChambeau. This is only the third year they've had it in this course, yeah? Yes. And I think that the two winning scores were like 26 and 24 or 25 under both years. So it's going to be a birdie fest. Um, And Bryson won it last year by leading the field in both driving and putting, which I think was the first time that had ever been done up to that point. He might have done that in the U.S. Open also. Don't fact-check me on that, bitch.
0: No, no, definitely will not. Should be a good tournament. Featured groups, let's go. Featured groups, okay. Featured group one, you've got Jason Smokrack. Jason Kokrack, a two-time winner this year on tour. You've got Patrick Reed. Obviously, he won at Torrey Pines. And then you got Webb Simpson, a guy that's still chasing his first win of the season. Words? I I'm on really, Co-Crack.
1: Yeah, I really wanted to go Co-Crack, but I know you were going to be on him, and that's just not going to fly if, if I'm going to catch your ass. So, uh, yeah, Co-Crack is definitely a horse for this type of course. And, uh, you know, I really thought hard about Webb. He hasn't been playing great, but um, he's won at Donald Ross courses before, I think Wyndham. Um, so I, I I didn't pull the trigger on him. Well, oh, hell, all
0: that, all that shit out in North Carolina's uh, Donald Ross. Come on, you know that
1: yeah you know those carolina
0: boys they just know what what donald ross is all about that was a terrible north carolina that that
1: reminded me of whenever you do the impression of my dad and it it sounds like george bush jr or george bush senior john i understand you had a good round out there today (laughs) yeah
0: the first the first time he ever talked to me that's exactly what he said um so, yeah, I'm on Kokrak. Obviously, I, I think he will – if he were to win, he would become the first guy to get three wins this season. So, I'm pulling for that, obviously. Long hitter, great putter. As we've mentioned before, he's transformed his putting game. He's now, I believe, second on tour in overall putting. So, um, I like for Kokrak to hit it long and make some putts and contend this week. And I do think he's going to be one of the more popular picks. So, I anticipate kind of having to share some action of whatever he wins. But – I'm ready to roll with it. So good pick. Um, the next featured group words, as you mentioned, the defending champion Bryson Deschambeau. He's playing with Cameron Champ, and then the guy who just probably locked up his card after finishing second last week, Kramer Hickok.
1: Yeah, good for Kramer getting in a, a featured group. I'm sure he's happy about that. And then he looks up and's like, "Oh, with Bryson. Oh, great, cool."
0: Yeah. Oh fuck, I'm with Bryson. Um, which I think Kramer. I know they made a big deal about how he lived with Jordan Spieth. I think he still lives in the Dallas area. So, I mean, he and Bryson probably run into each other a fair amount. He just
1: probably tries to avoid him, I would think. I would would think and hope. No, Bryson, did you say you picked him?
0: Well, I haven't yet. But, yes, I'm on Bryson this week. I'm I'm trying to break the uh, defending champion curse, and I'm going with the long ball Bryson because I think – he debuted the whole bomb and gouge thing here last year really was his kind of breakout party for that just before he went and won the U S open doing the same thing. And so I like for him to do the same thing this week. Why not?
1: That's so funny. Cause I remember when we were talking about the tournament and he obviously led in driving, but then he would hit these like kind of shitty wedges. Sometimes like when he was, you know, you'd think he'd get it within, you know, 10 or 12 feet, but then he would just make like a 34 footer. Um, yeah bryson it's a great pick i mean what, what can you say he's the best golfer in this field if he plays kind of how he can play i'm just kind of praying for like maybe a two under round and having him lose interest in it and just kind of focusing on uh, the british open but yeah, yeah he it's going to be a problem if he if he starts hot and starts rolling the rock but he hasn't been putting this year like he did last year but you know putting is pretty fickle so any any week he can turn on
0: yeah, and uh the other thing about Bryson man, it's like I kind of broke down the rest of the season. I'm definitely not picking him at the British Open, and so that just really leaves like maybe three other options where we potentially could want to use him. And so I've got two Bryson picks left. Why not waste one this week? He's going to be the overwhelming uh most picked guy plus 750 uh favorite, which is is as pretty low it's pretty low. So By that, I mean he's well, well the favorite. So I I, I definitely like uh, Bryson's chances, and that's why I went with him. So feature group three, though, you've got Max Homa, Matthew Wolf, and Mr. Mudball, Bubba Watson.
1: Yeah, Matthew Wolf is interesting. Uh, He had the most birdies here uh, all of last year, and it really came down to just – it was Wolf versus DeChambeau, and he wasn't able to hang on. Uh, He played great at the U.S. Open, obviously, and then missed the cut last week. I – I really wanted to go wolf, but I just – I can't – I don't trust it yet. I'm not ready to be hurt again with with, too, with my
0: heroin. Too erratic. Yeah, it's too early for you to go back on the fucking uh, needle
1: words. Uh, but I am on HOMA. Ooh. HOMA, who won on not a Donald Ross course in L.A., but kind of an old-school kind of country club uh, golf course all the same. Homa's uh his recent form has been pretty wild he's gone miscut miscut sixth miscut miscut i think top five and then he's missed his last two cuts again so i think he's due for a win this year or this week so uh give you max Homa. i took him because i didn't think you would and i think that's the case
0: yeah no i i trust me it was it great it it kind of crossed my mind at one point hey max Homa might be a good pick this week so um yeah, you know, I, I think that after he gets the win at Riviera, it just kind of—I think he kind of was was satisfied, and so that kind of shows that he, his upward rise, I guess, if you will, kind of just leveled off after that, and almost kind of was like, "Well, fuck, I won at Riviera. I don't need to do shit the rest of the year." And so maybe that's why he hasn't had the suc- continued success. But you know, Max Homa has proved he belongs here. So why the hell, why the hell can't Max Homa go win this thing? So I like that I think pick.
1: I think you can. Damn it! Who was the third guy in this group? Mister Mudball. Well, oh, yeah. Fuck, Bubba. he's missed. He's missed the cuts most time he's played here. Yeah, and, and he, and he came off of just an atrocious six over his last five holes last, last week. So,
0: yep, I'm with you there. All right, the final featured group words. You've got Lefty Phil Mickelson. He's playing with Hideki Matsuyama and Mister Rocket Mortgage himself, Ricky Fowler. <laughs>
1: Phil was interesting. Uh, I I could see Phil kind of turning it up and, and playing really well here. He said I saw this week on Instagram or something. He said he's been hitting the ball a lot better, kind of how he how he was hitting it at the PGA. Kind of goes back to to Bryson's deal. Like I think if Phil kind of has like a, an even par round early on, that he's going to lose interest. And as he said, he's it's easy for him to do just kind of you know lose focus out there. And I think that that could possibly happen, especially at a tournament that he doesn't probably give of flying fuck about Hideki I it's it's hitter I'm he's one of the best ball strikers in the world still but he can also lose eight putting eight, eight strokes putting uh on at, at, at any given tournament so I I've I've missed on kind of all my Hideki picks and then Ricky Oh, Ricky. We know, we know what uh, happens with Ricky when he plays uh, one of his title sponsors tournaments. And that is a miscut. <laughs> yeah. Even, even in Ricky's
0: prime, he'd joke uh, when it comes down to playing well in front of the sponsors. So
1: yeah, I, I, I do see me kind of maybe picking Ricky uh, before the end, the end of the year is out. it's going to have to be on a tough golf course though, because his ball striking stills, he's not hitting a ton of GIRs. Um, but he's his up and down game is still elite and his putting is kind of getting back to form. So I think if it's a kind of like a, a, a score like close to 10 under and not 25 under that Ricky would have a better shot.
0: So honestly, I, I, it kind of backpedaled a little bit because I was like, shit, you know, this might be the year that Ricky could actually do well in one of these tournaments that he's one of the, his sponsors is, is the title sponsor for the tournament. But I agree with you that it's not this week, but I also agree with you that, you know, I think Ricky has always been a good British open player, plays good uh, links golf. Don't you fucking steal my ideas, man. Maybe, maybe here in a few weeks, Ricky might be a guy flying under the radar, but uh, not this week. I don't think so. uh, All right, words. That's actually all four featured groups. So I'm on Jason Kokrak and Bryson DeChambeau. You are on Max Homa. And that's it. So, Words, you've got two picks remaining. Why don't you go ahead and give us one?
1: I'm going back to the Siwoo Kim well. Still got that bad taste in my mouth from the PGA where he missed it by a a stroke. He can go crazy low. He's not afraid of doing that. He can also, you know, break three clubs in his bag. But um, I don't think he's going to be a big high pick this week. So, I went with Siwoo Kim. And for my third pick, I went with a guy who the two years it's been played here, I think he has a top five and a top ten. A uh, really long hitter, and I don't think many people be on him. I'm going with Sepp Straka.
0: Oh, God. I mean, that's out there. Yeah. But I love it. I love it. Sep Straka goes low, man. You, there's random times you see, like, oh, God, who the fuck is Sepp
1: Straka? Shoot, 64 in the first round. So It's just one of those tournaments also. It's like you need kind of – it's a corn fairy-type tournament where you have to go ridiculously low. And a bunch of, like, kind of the – I don't want to say elite tour players, but – Regular tour players, just, you know, they're not used to seeing six under every single day, every single round, which is kind of what it's going to take to win this one. So hopefully, uh, Seth, I really thought hard about Zal Torres, by the way, even though he has not been putting the ball well at all. Um, uh, he's kind of, he's lost some steam on his incredible run. The kid. But these were the tournaments in the corn Ferry tour, which he was just like picking off always at like 25 to 30 under. Sure. And, uh, So I think Zal Torres is I'm now I'm having buyer's remorse from not taking him, but whatever. (laughs) Well, uh, my
0: last pick words, I'm going to go back to the well, if you will, a guy that I picked last week, a guy that I picked a few weeks before that. Actually, no, I didn't pick him a few weeks before that, but um, actually I did. I picked him a few weeks before that when he finished tied for second, 2019, he finished second place here. That's what he, where he got his card. This is where it all started for me last year first round he's a first round leader shoots 65 i'm texting you i'm like fuck yes words this is it then he kind of burns out the rest of the time i'm going with my guy doc redmond aka dope rittman why not go get the win if if he's gonna win on tour i'm gonna be on him so i gotta pick him pretty much time he's in the field now but this is my third time picking him so i'm going with doc redmond
1: i like that pick going back to the well like you said and uh, he's he's played well here it's just Can he get four rounds put together or is he going to sneak in like a 71?
0: Well, I know last year he started with a 65 and he finished with three straight seventies. So it's going to take probably four rounds in the sixties to get it done. And as you mentioned, I mean, this is probably going to be at least twenties, obviously not thirties, but I would say low mid twenties is going to get the, the win. And I know you had mentioned, it's going to get some rain this week. So that's probably going to make it even set up even better for these guys Expecting some serious, serious scoring, so it's going to be a race um, out there.
1: So, Yeah, it should be a fun, fun tournament to watch, and um, yeah, we got 4th of July weekend, yeah?
0: Yes, yes, You're going
1: to the do. You go to the river, River Rat?
0: Yes, yes, and as I mentioned to you, I, I don't think the Scotland trip might be fading if it does not. I'm going to be out of town the next six weekends in a row. If it does fade and we don't go, then I'm only going to be out of the, uh, the next, I think four. So that's good.
1: You treat yourself. Well, I do like that. Well, trust you me. You deserve, you deserve it. Gosh, damn it.
0: I may, now that I shaved my mustache, I may look 22, but I feel about 72. So likewise,
1: <laughs> well, what else? You need to get a tetanus shot before you get in the river?
0: (laughs) I probably do. Last time I went, I fucking got a bad rope burn on my leg from trying to tie the cooler around my leg, and I tripped and fell. And then, like, all of a sudden, I look down, I have a gash, and it's still there. And I'm like, okay, that's going to probably get infected this weekend. so Yeah. Yeah. That's going to end my golf career. It's like, how the fuck did J.E. lose his leg? Well, fuck, he was floating the river and got infected and never played golf
1: He quit golf because he's concentrating on tennis.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I could go to the Olympics still as a one-legged golfer or a one-legged tennis player, so we'll see. Yeah, Lord willing. Yes.
1: All right, Johnny, you got anything else for our listeners out there?
0: I got nothing. Words, hopefully we don't have to do this one more time, but we'll see. I, ho- I think it'll work. The, re- <laughs> the recording should work this time.
1: Is Opalus
0: still selling our shit? Uh, yes opolis is still selling our shit go to opolisclothing.com search h-i-n and you can get a plethora of whatever the fuck you want the only thing we're out of is hats so hats sold out because they were just so fucking popular but you can still get some badass shirts so go check it out don't forget go. anytime you anytime you shop there online you can always put in the promo code h-i-n 69 that'll get you 20 i think 20 to 25 percent off a lot of people buy shit from there Go fucking throw the promo code in. Don't spend as much money. Save some money.
1: Yeah, there you go. All right, nice. Well, I believe that is all we have. Good show for the second time, buddy.
0: You two words. See you right. next or Maybe see you next week, yeah? We'll talk. Okay.
1: We'll, we'll talk about it.
0: I'll have my agent get in contact with you.
1: Perfect. All right. You guys enjoy the golf. Keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
0: Oh, wow! In your life, have you seen anything like that?
1: I want to kiss you. Thanks, Joe. Yeah! Huge compliment. You will not make this putt, jackass. Let's party together. (laughs) Jackass. Been drinking for several hours.